Renee Curry tells us that in Hairspray, John Waters' 1988 musical comedy film about desegregation in Baltimore during the early 1990s, the director revives the turbulent times as backdrop to a television dance show phenomenon. This phenomenon, the Corny Collins Show, Waters' rendition of the actual Buddy Dean show, allows historic moments in popular culture to supersede and actually change those in our nation's political culture, at least for the time of the story. The first real television stars that John Waters remembers were the kids who danced on Baltimore's Buddy Dean show, a local version of American Bandstand, which aired from 1957 to 1964. Waters writes, It was the top-rated local show in Baltimore, and for several years, the highest-rated local TV program in the country. Every rock and roll star of the day, except Elvis, came to town to lip-sync and plug their records on the show. Buddy Holly. Bill Haley, Fats Domino, The Supremes, The Marvelettes, Annette Funicello, Frankie Avalon, and Fabian. You learned how to be a teenager from the show. Every day after school, kids would run home, tune in, and dance with the bedpost or refrigerator door as they watched. And because a new dance was introduced practically every week, you had to watch every day to keep up. It was maddening. The mashed potato, the stroll, the pony, the waddle, the locomotion, the bug, the hand jive, the new continental, and most important, the Madison, a complicated line dance that started here in Baltimore and later swept the country. The Buddy Dean Show, for some, the channeler of innocence and home to the nicest kids in town, proved a nagging appropriator of African-American music, as well as a segregationist stronghold to the torn community of Baltimore. According to Waters, integration ended the Buddy Dean Show. That from an essay titled Hairspray by Renee Curry. As we heard, John Waters reimagined the Buddy Dean show as the Corny Collins show, and we take you there now. And now, live from the certified up-to-code Baltimore Eventorium, for the first time ever on nationwide television, it's the Corny Collins Spectacular! He's corny! Brought to you by Ultra Clutch Hairspray! What gives a girl power and punch? Is it charm? Is it poise? No, it's hairspray! What gets a gal asked out to lunch? Is it brains? Is it dough? No, it's hairspray! Hairspray, Broadway's Tony Award-winning musical comedy, will open at the Scranton Cultural Center for four performances and run January 12th, 13th, and 14th, presented by Broadway in Scranton. WVIA's Lisa Mazzarella had a chance to speak by phone with cast member Kennedy Morier-Porter about the show. Hairspray takes place in the 1960s, but it revolves around a girl by the name of Tracy Turnblad. She loves to dance, but in her own way, she's kind of a civil rights advocate. So tell us why the role of Tracy is so pivotal in Hairspray. Yes, um, Tracy's role is so pivotal in Hairspray because she literally loudly and proudly breaks the mold of injustice and inequality that African-Americans face in the show and, and honestly what we still face today. It, she shows just so much perseverance and determination, and she <laughs> lets absolutely um, nothing stop or deter her from fighting for what's right and fighting just for a space where everyone is free to be represented. 
It's almost as if she's not even aware that she's doing so much. (laughs) Yes, and she loves it. She loves it with all her heart, literally. Well, the show is a blast to watch. It really is. And there are so many reminders, as you mentioned, of social injustice, body shaming, interracial couples. In both the stage production and the film, Tracy's mother was portrayed by either Harvey Firestein on the stage or John Travolta in the film. So do you think Hairspray author John Waters was sort of ahead of his time when he wrote about such issues? Yes, 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 yes. John Waters was definitely before his time. He just made it very digestible for audiences, you know. The topics are just super sensitive and he made it possible, honestly, for audiences to grasp the core messages of self-love, acceptance, and social activism in a, a lighthearted way, which is super hard to do. And I think that's why Hairspray resonates so well and has resonated so well over all these generations, literally. Do you think the audience is aware of that, or are they just having so much of a good time listening and watching the singing and dancing? I think they're having so much of a good time. Everyone loves a musical. Everyone loves music, and it's such a way to get people across the world. The music just unites everyone, so I think it's just a great way to pull, pull everyone together and get everyone on one accord. It's through music, and that's very, it's very informational and very just exuberant the way we do it, and it just makes it so easy for audiences to get, a, get on board and get on one accord. Now, I know when you're part of a bus and truck tour, you have to wear many hats. So tell me what your involvement is with Hairspray. How many hats do you have to wear in this production? My hats um, are very generalized, honestly. Um, I'm a part of the ensemble, but I'm also um, a dynamite. The dynamites kind of reflect, I think about their 60s girl groups, like the di- I mean, the Supremes and things like that. We kind of just represent new, the new world of the 60s, the new bright colors, everything that's all fast-paced and, and just exuberant there. I know I keep using that word, but I love using that word. It's funny, hairspray. Um, but that's the hat I wear, just making sure I let Tracy and Edna know that we're in a whole new era, a whole new style of living and a way of living that they should definitely get on board with. And I'm also an ensemble member, which I play Cindy Watkins, which is just one of the teenagers in the Motormouth Ensemble. And she just represents just staying true and fighting for what's right during all of this. She stays, she backs Tracy, she backs the rest of her ensemble. So I kind of have the hat of leading and following at the same time. Oh, interesting. Having the role as Dynamite and Cindy, have you learned anything more about yourself doing this role? And if you did, what is it? Um, I've learned that I honestly am, I don't even want, I don't want to say a martyr, but I am so, so committed to the message and committed to what Tracy's dream and vision is for this Corny Collins show and just for uh, African-Americans in the show as, as well. And I've always been so deep-rooted in my community and my people that I just decided that this is something that I kind of want to take further in my life. I kind of want to be an advocate for my people and just be a voice for everyone. And it just kind of, the character lines up so much with my own personal core values. So what was your major in college? My major was musical theater with a minor in criminal justice. Oh, my. Musical theater with a double in criminal justice. It was my minor at one point, and I went ahead and figured out some of my concentrations were human trafficking, terrorism, social injustice and inequalities in the system. So I decided I really wanted to go ahead and take that and make that mainstream in my major as well. So I had a double major. So how did you get involved in musicals? Well, honestly, in that sense, I kind of want to go into entertainment law as well, you know, be a a producer or like a management, something like that. But I started musicals and acting in fifth grade around like 2009, 10, I'm 25 now. So I just kind of stuck with it through local community theaters as well. And then went up to regional and then professional and then now this. What would you like the audience to take away from Hairspray aside from having a great time? Aside from having a great time, 
I would just like audiences to really challenge themselves to refuse to accept limitations based on labels. And I just want audiences to also just challenge themselves to be the change they wish to see in the world and to just stand up for what's right and just to be a voice for the voiceless. That's that's strong stuff. And <laughs> yes, you're doing you're doing yes. it through musical advocacy. I love it. Yes, it's such it's just such a great way to bring the world together, honestly. Thank you so much, and thank you so much for this opportunity. I cannot wait for you and Scranton to see this beautiful message. Kennedy Moore, porter of the cast of Hairspray, speaking with WVIA's Lisa Mazzarella about the production that's coming to town and going to run January 12th, 13th, and 14th at the Scranton Cultural Center, presented by Broadway in Scranton. There will be performances the 12th at 7.30, the 13th, a matinee at 2, and an evening performance at 7.30. And then on the 14th, there will be a performance at 1 p.m. That's Hairspray, an all-new touring production reuniting the award-winning creative team led by director Jack O'Brien and choreographer Jerry Mitchell, and they will be in town. They will be in Scranton, January 12th at 7.30, the 13th at 2 and 7.30, and the 14th at 1 at the Scranton Cultural Center, 420 North Washington Avenue. For more information on the web, broadwayscranton.com, broadwayscranton.com. We heard that Kennedy will be a member of the Dynamites in the production in Scranton, and this is a tune titled Welcome to the 60s that features the Dynamites. Hairspray, the Tony Award-winning musical opening at the Scranton Cultural Center on January 12th, presented by Broadway in Scranton, an all-new touring production. January 12th at 7.30 p.m., the 13th at 2 and 7.30, and the 14th at 1. For more information on the web, broadwayscranton.com, broadwayscranton.com. Step aside, you're my 